morning from Cork. It's misty. Yes, there's a morning fog, a morning mist, which you would predict will burn off during the day. It's 25 past eight, and I'm taking the dog out for a morning walk on the estate. I haven't got time to go to the woods this morning because I, I have to do a job first and then I have to go to a committee meeting out in the Clayton Riverley Hotel and that meeting really starts about not long after half past nine. So everywhere is quiet. Even quieter than late at night, I'd say. I'm wearing a shirt, a white shirt, a black trousers, long sleeve shirt. Just about um, well enough dressed for the weather because there's still a chill in the air. What has, what has changed here big way in the last week is the growth. The growth in all of these shrubs as I walk alongside my neighbours' houses. Shrubs, I suppose most of whom I couldn't name but won't. There's a purple flower, there's an orange flower, there's a violet flower. Now there's lots of green, of course there's a red, red mother, um, red robin, white, Louis is sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. He's a real snifter. I'll have a snifter. That's a tiny shot of whiskey in my in my world, or in the world I used to live in, since I don't drink whiskey anymore. Yeah, have your pee, Louis. Go on, have your pee. Anyone who knows anything about dogs can imagine. That there's no way a dog will go out of the house early in the morning out around where he lives and not rekindle his marks. Yeah, there's nobody up just as I expected. Oh, there's a there's a rook. Yeah. And overhead another rook. Another rook. There are rooks all around the place here. Oh, there's a, there's a bird that isn't a rook. <laughs> I suppose normally, at the beginning of May, would we be thinking about the arrival of swallows? Probably not, not yet. I wonder if they'll come late this year, or... Do they send an advance swallow ahead to see if the temperature is okay for them to come? Or do they come and then what do they do if the temperature is chillier than usual? It's a bit like going on a holiday, isn't it? And you go to your, a place where you expect the temperature to be 25 and it turns out to be 16. What do you feel like doing besides going back home again? Ah, yeah, even, even the camellia that in that neighbor's garden has faded. I have a thing against camellias. And dog, run, run. Yeah, this morning's meeting has 
Office 9 is a Toastmasters meeting in preparation for a conference. And this time next week it'll almost be over. This whole other's a thrush. Yellow, yellow beak. stay long enough. Maybe if I'd said nothing it would have stayed. But there's a most beautiful yeah, I have to say the my neighbour Mora's apple blossom tree is a stunner. And they did so good. Although the light is the light is crap. Why do I go taking photographs when the light is exactly the opposite of what it should be like if I'm to show off the beauty of a place, if I'm to show off the, the darkness of a place, how ominous a place can look, then this, no, this kind of light is flat, not going to do any good at all be different if there were shadows. Shadows are good. Shadows are good. Flat light. There is a trace of a waft of a breeze, but it isn't what you'd call a breeze. What is it that's less than a breeze? A wind. You have storms. You have gales. You have breezes you have oh, I realize I'm not good on these I've discovered a blank um, a breeze what's less than a breeze well there's no wind no wind nothing stirring there's a flicker of movement it's not right even it's a flicker of light isn't it really not a flicker of movement, you're kind of bending the, the language, relying upon, relying on context to convey or even express your meaning. Of course I know what a flicker of movement means, but there's got to be better ways of putting it. Wind, wind. Right, I've discovered a blank spot. That's good. That's, that is ideal for waking me up in the morning. Good morning from Cork. It's cloudy overhead. There is no mist. It is chilly. It is no longer what it was like yesterday evening or yesterday afternoon where we had glorious sun. The earlier a piece of uh, audio in this episode was recorded yesterday. Today, of course, being Ireland is different. And it's now uh, 20 past 11. So, that's life. Um, weather, the most interesting topic 
for for us all I'm guessing well no I have it on reliable research so I'm now going to shortly go for a walk with the dog and I think you know I'll, I'll put all of the um, early morning weather reports from Cork in the same uh, episode and simply add to the episode every day so the start of every day when it so far as weather is concerned will 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 they'll all be together and that will track the weather um, so on a chilly I'm wearing a shirt not wearing any pullover but I am I have to say wearing a pair of sandals so I can see I can see naked toes and uh, so it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot colder. So, uh, in fact, you know, the cure for, for cold weather is warm clothes, isn't it? On the 8th of May, the sun shone. The trees glowed green. And by evening time, the shadows stretched across the road. Cherry blossom, pinked strongly. The buds protruded. A little chill, but in the shade, out of the breeze. It's as hot as it's been this year. This is your weather report on Wednesday the 9th of May. It's damp, it's misty, it's raining, it's cloudy, it's dank. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good day for uh, what? Maybe it's a good day for all those thrushes, loads of thrushes. It's a good day for worms, for thrushes. That's what it is. That's what it's excellent for. Yes, the thrush, the thrushes, the young thrushes, well, they look young, want worms today. A podcast, my podcast, my kingdom for a podcast. It reminds me of a great poem by Rosen. It's called uh, A Leader and it goes like this. I want to be a leader. A leader. I want to be a leader. A leader. A leader. I want to be a leader. I want to be a leader. Can I be a leader? Can I? Can I? Can I be a leader? Can I? Okay. I can. I can be a leader. Oh. Phew. Now, what shall we do? Yeah, I... I've... <laughs> invented my own version of that poem, but that's the gist of it. And I think it's one of the best examples of 
poetry relevant to leadership? Well, of course, it depends on how you read it. It depends on how interested you are in it, and it depends upon how how relevant it, you make it to yourself. All these people want to have podcasts. All these businesses realizing that people want to have podcasts. All these explosion of podcasts. Well, we're told there's an explosion of podcasts. We're told that more people listen to podcasts than go fishing on a Saturday afternoon with mackerel as bait. We're told loads of things. We're told that X number of people listen to Y number of hours. And we're even told that there are metrics that once you reach a certain level of listenership to your podcast, subscribers, whatever, uh, the advertisers are going to come flooding in and you're going to be rich. Yeah, you're going to be famous. Well, we're told you have to start somewhere. Even, even Anchor, one of my favorite audio applications, has a podcast about how do I start a podcast. Yes, and there's a recent episode out. Yeah, I must tell people about it on my podcast. That'll make me a thought leader, won't it? Oh yes, a podcast. Now, once I have my podcast set up, then I'll be able to find my voice. Then I'll be able to figure out why I have a podcast. You see, in the old days, I needed to know about technology. I needed to know about microphones. I needed to know about... uh, Yeah, how to bring somebody onto my podcast from the other side of the world. How to... Yeah, I needed to know a lot of things like... Technology, absolutely. And I needed to buy. I needed to buy a a super-duper microphone. Because that would make a difference. High production values, yes, absolutely. People like to listen to well-made things. Oh, yes. Oh, I've learned a lot over the years about podcasting from people who've been talking about podcasting. And in fact, if you have a podcast about how to do podcasting, you can actually build up quite a big podcast. Yes. Oh, podcasting. My podcasting. It is a sad state of affairs. But it is... A welcome state of affairs. You know, we live in the era of the first generation of people to have at their disposal a media company. I own a media company. You own a media company. You own a newspaper. You own a radio station. You own a television station. You actually own All of these things, you have them at your fingertips. Even, even I've heard tell that seven and eight-year-old children 
have all the technology they need to become world famous. Yes, the first generation of media tycoons. We are all media moguls. Is it any wonder? That we're getting used to how to, how to be a media power? Yeah. Thing is, we're both a media power. You know, a media force field. But we haven't lost the need to sleep, to eat, to procreate, to drink coffee. We haven't lost the need to do all of these things. Not at all. Those things remain. So then, how much time should I invest in my media empire? How should I manage that time? How should I, how should I dole it out in little pieces? How should I ration my time? Oh yes, this is, these are the burning questions of today. These are the questions that historians will be looking back on with a wistful eye. This is a special time. You see, it wasn't like when books started to be produced. Because when books started to be produced, you had to have a lot of money in order to get a book produced. You actually had to be, you had to own your own printing press. And that took money. And that took skills, etc. Well, huge numbers of people today don't even have to buy their technology. Their parents pay for it. Yeah, imagine being a media mogul and not having to pay for any office, any venue, any technology. You gotta barely pay for it. And even those who do have to pay, like myself, we have to buy our own smart devices. You know, we, an awful lot of us somehow seem to be able to afford it. So the costs of entry are low. The technological side of it, very, very low. You can actually buy one of these smartphones for so little, I almost think they'd pay you to have one. Yes, podcasting, that's the key to something or other. Get your podcast out there. Get your right cover art. Get your right sound quality. Get your right distribution channel. And then work out what your voice is. What your reason for doing it is. What you hope to get from it is. Yeah, you can make those things up. You can pivot as you go along. You can start doing something about knitting. If not enough people are interested in you talking about knitting, you can switch. Yes, you can switch to crochet. There might be a bigger market in the crochet market. Oh yes, and if the crochet market isn't responsive, you can shift to embroidery. 
Oh yes, yes, and if embroidery falls through, you can switch to weaving. And I'm going to run out of my ability to find the right words in a minute. Above all, have a niche and stick to it. So if, you want, if you're seriously interested in drafts and you want to describe your recent games with people in drafts, stick to that. Don't talk about what you had for breakfast. Don't talk about your dreams. Don't talk about the fact that, you know, you're a guru about something else. And don't talk about the difficulties of your mental health. Don't do any of those things. Stick to drafts. You will gather an enthusiastic following. You'll grow that following. People will recommend you because of your interest in drafts. And you'll eventually get invited to be the commentator on NBC, BBC uh, World Championship of Drafts uh, commentary team. Oh yes, the world's your oyster if you're serious about your podcasting. And remember, above all, the good thing about being a podcaster is you don't have to respond to other people. You can simply let them listen. They'll be driving in their car. X million people listen to podcasts while they're driving their car. You'd be able to, they'll be able to listen while they're working for their employer. With their earphones in. No problem at all. Oh yes, listening, we need listeners. People who talk back to us, people who have opinions about what we've said, they're a pest, they really are. Because, you know, it takes a while to get used to ignoring them. Yeah, but most of people who listen to podcasts realize that Podcasters aren't interested in talking to people. They're not interested in forming relationships. They just want your email address. Yeah, send us a comment on your email address. Then we'll be able to mail you if we can figure out what we want to mail you with. We can give you special offers if only we can think what could we do that would be special. Oh, yes. As the rain comes down, so does the level of sound. Yes. Let me whisper in your ear. If you don't have a podcast, you need one. It's a badge of honor. You can go to dinner at a dinner party and say, well, in my latest podcast, you can hear me or you can hear them or you never believe who I had on my podcast this week. Oh, yes. I've got a celebrity. And you know what? I've even sent out a call to Seth Godin. He'll be coming someday. Oh yes, podcast episodes. And by the way, make sure whatever you do that you don't tell people much about yourself unless you're gonna make yourself the subject of your podcast. And since there's so many different facets to yourself, you better focus on only one aspect of yourself. So, if you've got a thyroid, and many of us have, 
you can build a podcast about thyroiding. Thyroiding is something that you can capture that niche. I'm not aware of many other people doing podcasts about thyroiding. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Podcasting. Now, I'm going to spend the rest of the day answering the question, why am I podcasting? And just to keep it interactive, why are you listening to this podcast? Yes. Send your email into info at podcasting dot universe.